This episode of Tiddlywinks with Strangers is brought to you by White People in the Autumn. Do you like to dress your dog up for Halloween? Do you love pumpkin spice varieties of all sorts? Do you enjoy taking your children to trunk or treat because you're afraid of taking them trick or treating? How about you ladies? Do you like knee-high boots with jeans tucked into them? Well, bubble vest lovers, you've come to the right place. Tiddlywinks with Strangers this week is brought to you by White People in the Autumn. And this ad is brought to you by the White People in Autumn Ad Council. There's fighting and violence and hopelessness in the world. You don't know where you can go. But I'm here to tell you that that isn't so. Here is a brand new show. When there is something inside makes you afraid. Then there is something to do. You challenge a guy to a game. Tiddlywinks. And you find that courage in you Because there is nothing that's greater Than tiddlywinks with strangers And how? Welcome to Tiddly Winks with Strangers. As it is every fucking Friday, I'm your host, Jason Herb. It's another beautiful Friday Eve. After a surprise wacky midweek Wednesday winks, you want to settle in because your week is over? Congratulations on making it to the end. Thanks for turning on the winks to ease into your weekend. Because tonight, we're pushing you to your limit. As we talk about our travels. That's right. The Winks boards a plane or drives a car. However you travel, tell me about how you got there. Tell me about the wonders you saw. Tell me how it changed your life. Tell me how it sucked. (sighs) I'm so forlorn. I'll tell you why. Tonight, it ain't me. people in the world who believe that violence is the answer to every problem. They're always the first ones to clench a fist or throw a punch. They think they always have to fight. The gang and I ran into the claw and some of his more nasty friends while we were transporting a uh, state-of-the-art robot on what turned out to be a terror train. What's your flack? We're going to be talking to the usual guests, the Tiddlywinks panel. Talking Kevy the Condor, Billy the Beard, of course. Gonna have some other surprises throughout, or not. If you choose to believe me, stay tuned. Even if you don't, stay tuned. Oh, it's gonna be a good wanks. I'm so tired of fucking about. I don't even want to fuck around anymore. You know what? I'm just gonna get the fuck into it. We're gonna talk to the first guest... Everybody fucking knows him. Who is it? Why, hello, Billy. Hey, what do y'all know? Oh, Billy's back. That's right. The return of Billy the Beard. Famous Winx panelist. World famous commentator. And uh, welcome back to the Winx, Billy. Thank you very much. Love being here, Jay. Every week. You know, every wacky Wednesday that we get. I'm loving the new... 
the new Wacky Wednesday winks thrown thrown about carelessly throughout the week. Yeah, I, just, it's just throw one down, pick it up, throw it down again. Well, that's why it's Wacky Wednesday. I'm thinking maybe uh, it was your idea. We should do Wacky Wednesday winks every other week as just like a, like a normal, just to give people more winks. Right. I don't know. We'll see because maybe it's the spontaneity that creates a Wacky Wednesday it winks. If it's planned out, I don't know. It might just be like another Winks. Just it might just be a, a regular now, old it Winks. Obviously, it won't be Wacky Wednesday random Winks. It'll be every when, every other Wednesday Wink. Right. But uh, yeah. the the main day of Winks is always going to be a Friday. No Winks, Winks works, be- works best on a Friday. And on this Friday, Billy. Yes, sir. It's an interesting topic. You know, it is. Delves I, into I a part a of our... I lot of thinking. Del- yeah, delves into a part of our lives uh, that we haven't really talked about yet. But... Uh, the Winx is traveling, baby. The Winx is going that's abroad. What, that's what we do. We're the Winx. Now, a lot of people don't know this about you, Billy. But, no. But you're kind of what, what you might call an army brat. You uh, were at one point. I mean, yeah, at I one guess point. Technically. When you were a young man. You want to tell the Winx about it? Yeah, I'll tell Your the Winx. Your stepfather is in the army? Yeah, he's in the, uh, the National Guard. Amazing. He's uh, That's great. currently, That's great. as we speak, he's deployed over to Puerto Rico. True hero. Helping out. True hero. Um, but yeah, when I was, uh, there's a lot of your guys' stories start when I was a younger man. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't Tell the wigs, baby. I wasn't a younger man. I was more like 11 or 12. I was, I was a younger man. I was a boy. It's, pre, it's pre-man. But uh, we moved a lot because my stepdad's job, obviously. And right. I, I lived with my mom and my stepdad growing right. up. And, uh... So, we moved to a military base. Not sure if I'm allowed to say the name of it. Really? So I'm not going to yeah, say. I don't, I don't know. I'm not well, going to say the works. Neither do I. So <laughs> we're, we're just going to call it uh, Fort Army Brat. Okay. Because yeah, it makes are you allowed sense. to say like what state it was in or? I don't know. So I'm just, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave it out. Just how are you going to how are you going to tell the wings about your travels, Bill? Well, this is I have other travel stories. Just, okay. This one's a little different. All right. I only lived on one military base. Okay. So, okay. But uh, I have two experiences at this military base. Amazing. Um, so each of the homes in said military base, they were like like row homes. So there was like three, they were all attached in one one group, and that was like a section. Then the next section was another three that were all attached. I'm with you. And so it's like all gated in and everything. And we lived on the left end of our little row home. So there was zone in the middle, and then there was someone on the far right. Uh-huh. Huh. So, like I said, I'm I'm the left, the far left home of the 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 strip. Then there's uh, my neighbor in the middle, right, and my neighbor on the far right. Okay. Now, uh, the neighbor in the middle, she was, well, there there was the husband obviously who was in the army, mm-hmm. and then there was their son and the wife. She is this Asian woman who has doesn't speak much English at all. Okay. And then um, a nice black family at the end. Don't really see that much at all. I think the guy was, he was just a single father. And uh, he had a kid who was a lot older than me. I went to school with him, though, the kid. But um, this one night, I remember, my mom's like, all right, Billy, you know, get ready for bed. You have school tomorrow. You know, you lay in bed. You got an hour to watch some TV, you know, normal do bedtime. You, do you guys all go to Army Kids School together? Is it uh, a special school? Or no, or well, we had a, a bus. School? We had a bus that came in, would pick us all up, and we'd go out of base to a school that was close oh, by. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, everyone, when they left, they had to have their military ID to prove when they came, when the bus pulled up to the uh, 
to get into the base, everyone had to give our IDs to the bus driver so we could show everyone. And the guy had to get on with the dog and make sure, sure. everyone was who they were. Sure. It was exhausting. And uh, when my dad picked me up, because my mom and dad were separated, my mom would have to meet him at the gate and give, let him, like, give the guards permission to let him in, and he'd have a certain amount of time to come and pick me up. Wow. It was very strict. But yeah, yeah. I guess you gotta be. So, um, also on base, we had our own little fire station. Okay. Which just has part to do with what's coming up. My gosh. middle neighbor, after I went to bed, decided they were going to try cooking dinner. They uh, they set their kitchen on fire, Jason. At Dear like God. 10 o'clock at night. And keep in mind, all the homes in this base are like connected with yeah, fire alarms. Yeah, they're row homes, yeah. So our alarm's going off, their alarm's going off. Like the entire like block is going off with like their fire alarms. We're outside. <laughs> they, they have like an intercom out in the, like, the streets and stuff saying, you know, go to your designated fire station spot. And like we all had to go to the corner and wait for the fire truck to come. And this, oh my this, God. this poor Asian woman... Is sitting there trying to speak to us, and she doesn't speak much English, and she just continued. She could say sorry, which is what she said about a hundred times, and it was um, it was hilarious. So she she started the fire. Yeah, she was oh. trying to cook at night and started a kitchen fire. She's trying to take out the U.S. military. <laughs> well, don't say that. I don't think it's true. <laughs> but that was that was oh, a lot a of fun. Terrible person. And then uh, I remember this another time while I was on this military base. That, uh -huh. Base uh, stories. There, I love it. <laughs> there's. Like I said, there was an intercom thing that went through the, the streets. Base stories. We the intercom went off saying to stay indoors. There's a bear. Jesus. There was a bear in the military base. Like it got through the fence somehow, and all the armed guards and was literally walking or, well, yeah, I guess the bears walking around the military base. It was so she couldn't finish the job, so she got a bear to do she it. Hired, for. She called the Russians <laughs> to get a bear. She's like, fucking a. You know, now the Russians are like, hey, we'll send the bear to kill the military. Let's do it. Someone's trying to take out the military one disaster at a time. But, I mean, it was it was an interesting experience living there. It sounds there. crazy, man. Uh, it's unlike any other. I mean, it, I've, it wasn't as strict as you think. Like, there was a playground right, there right. for the kids to play on. and. Well, they still want you to have, like, a normal well, life. Well, yeah, it was that, just, you know? you know, top secret. Top secret military living. Uh, it's it, awesome though, Billy. It was different. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. And then uh, we didn't live there long. We lived there for maybe a year, year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we moved back to our hometown, and life continued as normal. I would visit my dad on weekends, and right, right. Go back to living normally. Incredible. But uh, other than that, you know, I, I don't travel much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've uh, I've got two. Uh, I had one trip when I was really young to uh, Disney. Okay. We uh, drove all the way down to Florida. My two younger brothers and I, and my mom and stepdad. Mm-hmm. It was the worst fucking road trip ever. It's, it's long as shit. Yeah, and we did it in one straight go. Jeez. I, I was sat in the far back of my mom's, uh, I forget what kind of car she had. It was like an SUV. Right. Had all her shit packed up in it. I'm sitting in the back, crammed up, listening to two younger siblings who at the time were, you know, like, five and six screaming the entire drive stopping at every rest stop we could because everyone had to pee my mom's yelling my stepdad's yelling shut up it was, just, it, was a, it was a disaster Dude, but i never been uh, i never you, been well i got man I, i'm one of the only like people who's never been there i got my third time coming up i'm going back in march with the wife or may so, so like march may somewhere around there but i imagine after like the kids driving you crazy long ass drive why don't you pull into that magical, magical gate and see that towering castle and the mouse 
Oh, Billy. Jay, I didn't have fun. It must be magical. I didn't have fun my first time. What? What about the magic? I, I don't... It's going to sound really weird, but I don't really remember much of my first time going. Like, I remember I wanted to watch the fireworks, but we could never watch the fireworks because my younger brothers were afraid of them, so we had to go inside, mm. like, a store or a ride. Yeah, cater to the children. And Unbelievable. Because, I mean, they were the younger ones, so they pretty much, you know, were going to do what they're going to want to do, not me. So, like, I didn't really get to go on many of the bigger kid rides because, well, me and my stepdad would never got along too great, so it was like mm. he didn't really want to do the rides with me, and I couldn't go alone because I was too, you know... Little, but fuck, I didn't like it, man. I didn't have fun. Jesus. And on top of that, because my stepdad's in the military, Disney man. Because he's in the military, we stayed at one of the military resorts for Disney. So it wasn't like it was a little bit. It was different. It was. <laughs> it, I wasn't a fan of my first time. Right. But to make up for it, yeah. I, my wife brought me last year with her mom and her brother. What a darling! It was the best trip I've ever been on. Yes. Yes. Being an adult and going was literally. The best trip of my life. There's like, that magic I was looking dude, for, like, Billy. I was like a little kid, like what the little kids are supposed to feel. This, There's that magic. This grown man with a big ass beard felt that. Like, yes, Jason. Like when I shit you, you not. Wish upon a star. I don't always watch Disney movies. I'm not. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't mind them. I like some of them, I especially like some, some of the new ones. I enjoy them. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Moana, one of my favorite movies. Steamboat Mickey. <laughs> All I'm saying though is I went on like. Every ride, we did the fast passes. The mother-in-law like had this down to a T. She's like, "We're doing the fast passes. We're gonna cycle through them. We're gonna do more." Yeah, I went on every fucking ride at Disney. Yeah, we went to, it, dude. It was just so much fucking fun, dude. That sounds expensive as fuck. I didn't pay a dime. But dude, oh well, there you go then. I didn't pay a fucking dime. There you go. It was a free trip, man. It's even more magical, Billy. You wanna hear something even better? Yes. I'm going again. When are you going? Uh. I think May, like I said. We're going, you know. Oh, man. We're going, like, the end of May. End of May, you know, going into June. And um, I'm fucking pumped. Because this time we're not just doing Disney, though. We're going to go to Orlando this time, too. Right. Never gone to Orlando yet. Yeah, I never. I've never been in Florida, let alone the magic of Disney. It's amazing. Gotta get there. It's it's. It's not just for kids. No, it's it's not, dude. It's elaborate as fuck. It's fun. Did you know? Did you know that Disney has a uh, like an abandoned theme park down there I somewhere? Heard they do. I forget the name. I want to explore it, but I don't know if it's real. It's it's real. I saw it? like the pictures of it. Like some, you know, like urban explorers who like explore oh, I love that abandoned stuff. places. You know, like, oh, yeah, so, like the, someone the haunted went. ghost ride of of so and so. Yeah, I've seen all that shit. They took pictures of it. It was just like some kind of expansion of Disney. And I think it was supposed to be like a water park or a, like a swamp was the theme of it. I don't really know. And for some reason, they, they decided to scrap it. But they just left all the rides they built, all the like, concession just literally stands, just abandoned it. to rot. And that was about like 10 years ago. And like nature's taking it back. There's trees growing through it. It's actually kind of cool. coaster rails are rusting. Like, it was really kind of cool to look at. But I want to go. So wasteful. But, I mean, they're like a billion-dollar corporation. Like, they don't give a fuck, Dude, you know? I want to go. Start a project, scrap it. But... That's um, that's for another cast. Yeah, um, I got one more travel story. I got my story. Lay it on the wings, baby. Story Billy's three. stories three. Um, Forgot. It's Billy's stories three. Where else you been, Billy? Um, You've been everywhere, man. You've been everywhere. 
Not everywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, more military in my family. Right. And, um, so Mia's cousin, he joined the Marines last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I got to go to North Carolina and go to Paris Island. Oh, and okay. Watch him graduate mil- uh, the Marine boot camp. Okay. And uh, I got to say that was... Uh, we drove down again. Right. We, we do a lot of driving. Uh, it was a long trip, but I mean, it was a lot of fun. Uh, watching the Marines and everything, like, they, they're just so like strict and they're, 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 it was awesome watching graduate. Like the way they do the ceremony was just, it was really awesome. Like just yeah. watching them all. It was, it was a good, it was a well, good they, trip. Yeah, they bust their ass to say the least to get oh, to that point. Dude, they're. That's a severe understatement. Like, like, like it says when you're there, when you go to the Paris Island, there's like a little museum you can walk through and it says that they're indoctrinated, you know, to, you know, for the government, to, yeah, you know, man. work for them and. It's definitely true, but it's a, it's quite the sight to see. And if anyone gets the chance to uh, have someone in their family do the Marines or what have you, and they get to watch it, it's it's awesome. You know, it's uh, something to be proud of for sure. So what? So what is this this island? It's off the coast of North Carolina. Yeah, and it's called Paris Island. Is it where, just for mil- military yeah, well, use? Well, Paris Island itself is where they do the boot camp for the Marines. Ah. Oh, so you stay there. Hell for, Island. You stand literally. You hear stories, man. It is, it's fucking brutal. Welcome to Hell Island. Uh, no, I don't know if I could do it. No, I, I, I don't know think I, I could. couldn't do it, dude. That's why I do the podcast, though. That's why some we... men are meant to fight for their country, <laughs> and some men are meant to spew nonsense week after week for no fucking reason at all. On Tilly Winks with Strangers. Yeah, I'm not a grunt. I'm a, I'm a joker. I'm the latter. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Beard. Yes, sir. As usual, thank you for taking the time out of your day. Stop by the Winks. Yeah, you know. Brian always likes when you stop by. Sometimes I feel like Brian doesn't, man. It just. He's, he's kind of an asshole. You got to walk on eggshells around Brian. He's good at what he does. I think he, we should fire him. He, he's a good audio guy. No, he's All not. right? He's not. He's really not. But uh, you're going to want to. You're going to want to. Come back and be a Winx panelist next week, because uh, you know why. I'm not going to say it, but you know why. I think the Winx knows, baby. The Winx knows. Next week is almost a certain holiday, and I can barely contain myself. <laughs> the Winx Halloween Spooktacular! I think uh, I have a guaranteed another guest. Oh, it's going to be a good Winx, Billy. The first annual extravaganza. i got to say, Jay, the wife is thrilled that she was part of One Winks already? Yes. She's beyond excited to be on Leave it the on Halloween the Winks, baby. Leave it She's on the Winks. She's a bigger Halloween fan than I am. Leave it on the Winks, but... Uh. So, it's going to be a great one. Alright. Um, just so you viewers know, if you have anything spooky <laughs> that you want to share... Tell them. Tell us at tiddlywinkswithstrangers at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us an email. Message us on Google Plus or the Anchor app. We're here, baby. We're here. See you next time, Billy. Thank you for having me. Sometimes the things we want most are the hardest to get. That means you have to be even more determined to succeed. That's what it takes to be a winner. You have to want it bad enough to stick with it no matter how tough things get. And things got pretty tough for us down in Florida with the deadly dolphins. Would you flick? Or, as they say in Cherokee, Alawilakwi! I want to talk to my next uh, panelist on the, the wings. You'll never guess who it is. <laughs>
in addition to Billy the Beard, he's another uh, outstanding gentleman, frequent Winx commentator. You know what it is. Just, just uh, get ready. That's right. It's Kevy the Condor. How we doing, Kev? Good, good. Back to the wicks. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a conversa- I had a, I had a discussion with Billy the Beard earlier. Uh Okay, and he he had to go. Brian said the booth was getting too uh, crowded. <laughs> so we can't do a round table this week because Brian's being a bitch about it. So we we're doing some segments, you know. Mm-hmm. So I went to Billy the Beard. I stopped by and had a chat with him. Then it's sort of like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I went down to the next house and said, hey, what's the condor up to? I'm Mr. McFeely. Besides losing the use of his legs. <laughs> what an amazing story, Ken. Yeah, I, I rebounded. Um, but, you know, the Winx knows, baby. The Winx is talking tonight. It's an interesting Winx. We're talking about travels. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. <laughs> See, I, I was worried that you were going to change the topic again. <laughs> well, I almost did because... Oh, all right. You know. What were you going to go with out of curiosity? No idea. No, oh, you just... You that's just, for another cast, as they say as in the they biz. As they say in the biz, yeah. I, we're veterans now. Did you know we hit ten episodes? I realized that when we did Wacky Wednesday Winks. Yeah. And I should have made more of a milestone out of it, but it was such a random, sporadic, midweek Wacky Winks <laughs> that... uh it just didn't. It just didn't register. Well, I also want to clarify something that my brother brought up to me okay. when he listened to the Wednesday Winks episode. Okay. Uh, my story is very much like a stand-up routine that Dennis Leary does. Okay. And I didn't recall. Like I didn't think about this, but like he tells the story in a stand-up about how his father took his hand off, or his thumb off with a uh, circular saw. Oh wow! When he was like putting up paneling, and he Whoa. tried to put like electrical tape on it and shit. And, like, they talked about how tough his father was. The last of the men's men's generation. Well, yeah, I was like, holy... Like, he told me about it. I I remember it. It was on the No Cure for Cancer stand-up. And I was like, holy shit, Grandpa's story is pretty much like that. Incredible. Just so the Winx listeners don't think I, like, fucking ripped off Dennis Leary or something. It was a true story. No, your grandfather's a real guy. He lives off of butter and uh, pure courage and stamina. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. But, I mean, we're talking travel on the Winx. It's a little unorthodox topic but it's i mean I figure everybody's been at least one place you know i've been to a bunch yeah well, tell me your stories kev well uh where's right i just ate that sentence uh <laughs> where to begin like i've road tripped all throughout new england okay i've uh you're a leafer I, no man i went in the <laughs> summer the leaves were not changing it wasn't you know the fiery you're, you're a white folk a leafer i'm not one of those white folks a I cracker don't... Uh, what? A honky. A honky. All right, I'm a honky. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Unreal. But uh, I've been to Colorado, been okay. throughout the Mid Atlantic and the Appalachians. You know, this is, uh, these are this is the heartland of America. Yeah, all, this, these, all these places comprise. West Virginia is a trip. Christ, I've only driven through West Virginia. I wouldn't dare stop. I spent. I like, never stopped. I spent like five days there hiking. I've been to Virginia. 
but it's a very different place than West Virginia. Well, you'd be amazed, like, how many places... You'd think that each place that you went to would have its own vibe or culture. Like, you'd go there and you'd be like, oh, I'm in, so, uh, you know, X. Yes. Like, there's... Like, Maryland and Virginia are just bland as fuck. Mm. Like, these, like, Delaware, these mid-Atlantic states, they don't have... Delaware's... Like, you don't go Sad. there. <laughs> well, there's no tax, though. There's no tax, and that's no. what they got. And that's what's kept them going. But, like, so you go into Vermont, you're like, yeah, I'm in fucking Vermont right, right now. You right. go to Maine, you're like, yeah, I'm in Maine. Yeah. The only thing that, like, makes Massachusetts different from other places is that they drive like assholes. The dri- they're, like, the worst drivers in America. I've been to Massachusetts. I've been to Maine. Massachusetts and Connecticut are overpriced hellholes. This is, these are just states I've driven through. Yeah. There's nothing places. there, though. Like, like, there's nothing that you go there. Like, I'm sure Boston, you know, is different. Right. But you don't go into that state and say, like, oh, this place, this is, it's got a vibe of all, all of its own. Right. Maine does. Maine has, like, this weird quasi-Paul Bunyan frontier thing going on. I'm sure. It's really cool. Vermont has, like, the, it's desolate up there. It's like a fucking moonscape in the winter. Right. I went up to Lake Champlain at the, like, around Thanksgiving, early December one time. It, I froze my tits off, man. It was awful. I should have been riding a tauntaun man, down the beach. Like, I just feel like it would be... It's beautiful, but like I feel like I would be depressed if I lived there. Oh, well, apparently it's like one of the cloudiest places on the... It's like yeah. worse than Seattle when it comes to rain and clouds and shit like just that. The coldness. Nice place to visit. Terrible Nine place to live. out of the year. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I think you can only swim for like... The month of July or August there. Dear God. You really, like, have to wear layers elsewhere. Dear God. Wear your layers. There are other places that have their own kind of vibe, like upstate New York. Right. Jersey, just because they're a bunch of mobbed-up Goombas. That's Uh, Billy. Oh, that place... I don't give a shit what the beard says. New Jersey is a flaming hellhole. It's a dumpster fire. It, if America was... If you were going to give America an enema, New Jersey is where you'd put the hose. All oh right? my god, even Brian's shaking his head yeah. and laughing in I, the booth. I don't care, but... Brian! Ohio is kind of... Uh, whatever. But Sandusky. I, San, <laughs> Sandusky, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. In the old Sandusky <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> That joke's gonna last a while. I'll just keep it going. But uh, I was in Colorado this kick last off summer. All the major podcast providers, I'm sure. Well, they, hey Tim, what's going on, man? Welcome shout out back, to our Tim. shout out to our loyal listener. Welcome back, Tim. Have a cold glass of milk. I was gonna have a milk while I did this, but I didn't get it. Dude, milk is what. It's keeps a terrible going, story. Uh, but the uh, best lunches are sandwiches and milk. What kind of sandwiches do you like? Bologna and cheese. <laughs> are you just saying that? He's serious. I don't fucking know. Because like every day when I was a kid, Get my a mom and Oscar Mayer on there. Well, when I, Oscar Mayer, when, <laughs> when I was in kindergarten through like fourth grade, my mom made me lunch every day, and I had well, bo- yeah. bologna and yellow mustard, and I fucking yeah, loved it on white bread. Mustard. Yeah, it was. That's the best. exactly what I enjoy. Yeah, and I could, I'd always get something badass like Drake's yodels yep. or a Swiss cake roll or something. Yep. That, and like a banana nah. Give me fucking Swiss roll, Mom. Uh, what are you doing? Well, you Pack know. lunch, please. And uh, as always, a thermos full of fucking ecto cooler. Because well, there was no other way to roll. Yeah, I had a He-Man ther- thermos. Oh, I had Ninja Turtles. Nice. Yeah. I had the cool lunchbox that match. I mean, we totally just got off topic here. I apologize. Right. But, um... We're talking what's your favorite... <laughs> We're talking what's your favorite thermos. <laughs> oh, no, wait. 
Yeah, that Ninja Turtles one was fucking bitching though, man. Yeah. I, I fucked the Power Rangers. I was a Ninja Turtle mark the entire way. Ninja Turtles are, were from New York. You ever been to New York City? Yeah, I hate New York City. I've I been there for a ton of concerts. It took us, it took us, me and my buddy, we went to see a show one time. It took us 45 minutes to move one block because a homeless guy had commandeered a uh, hospital gurney. For, and he had all of his of worldly possessions on that it. And sounds he was, exactly on. Yeah, he was blocking up a fucking sh- you know, like one of the main veins there in Manhattan. It, it was just fucking bad. Like, and that's the way it is all the time. There, that place yeah. is madness. No, we got stuck in a parade one time. It was a bunch of middle-aged women. <laughs> There's, There's so many on. parades daily. Oh, everybody's marching for some bullshit cause. Like this one was during like 2008, like Iraq War and stuff. Okay. There's a guy. With a bush mask, marching around with a golf club in his hand, and about a hundred middle-aged women. When I say middle-aged, I'm talking like 45 to 65. Sure. Uh, they all had like Uncle Sam top hats. Of course. They were they wearing did. red, white, and blue leotards, and they all had huge, like 12-inch strap-on dildos That's that were made right. up to look like rockets. Yep. That was yep. my. That was like one of the most enjoyable things in New York. I mean, I've been to a bunch of Yankee games and stuff. Wow. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you get in, you get out. Yo, yeah, Don't you, fuck with yeah, that. I mean, I know there's people out there, oh, the energy of the city. Fuck you. The energy. Like, of the you're city. a fucking glutton for punishment. That place, I hate New York. I hate Philly. I've been to all the. Philly is New York Junior, sort of. It is. It, in oh, a way. God, as far as the culture, it's a very similar culture. Boston sucks. See, I love Philly. Washington, D.C. As much as I hate Philly, I love it because it's, it's always going to be a part of me. Well, I know. You that's know what your I mean. Brand, but I, I don't have to accept it. But like, but it's it's there. I can't deny it. You know, I oh. used to have one of the most terrible Philly accents. You've you've cured yourself. <laughs> I used to say hoogie. Hoogie. Go home. Yeah, hoogie. Was but, it? Uh, oh, you. It's like a Baltimore thing. Like six let's canoe. Like one of those. I guess you say water and get a glass of. Oh water. yeah, yeah. You know they do that in the Bronx too. Stacy yeah. Dash has that really bad. Yeah, but uh, I no, grew out of it. You know that that whole Del Mar uh, like the. Tri-state, uh, Virginia, Maryland, Delaware thing. Mm-hmm. The, the thing they have going down there, though, with like the, what's your favorite chocolate? Toblerone. Like, <laughs> Toblerone. Yeah. yeah. No, they like the Joe Flacco. It's exactly like that. It's, yeah. it's a regional thing. That it whole is. region, dude. Fuck. Oh, we could talk about accents, man. Like the. But it's not as bad as Scranton. You mean the people who live in the city it has a T in it, but they pronounce Scranton? Yeah. Oh fucking these people! I don't did, even want. To, I can't. Did I'll just you start punching babies if we start talking about Scranton? Did you eat G? G? <laughs> no, Jew. <laughs> when I first moved here, I I and I still don't understand why do the why do they what do they say why and why do they say Anna Anna or no something Anna Anna or no Anna or no what do you that's not a choice no <laughs> a choice is yes or no Anna or no doesn't mean anything no you mean enya the band yes i love them <laughs> enya, yeah. yes they make beautiful new age music i do like them mm-hmm. but no that's not what they mean i guess i don't fucking well know. that's the one thing is uh, another thing about the pennsylvania like that whole belt from wisconsin to pennsylvania you go out there there's people who struggle to realize what a pierogi is that's true, yeah. People, I didn't realize that until recent years. Yeah, actually. it's funny because like, a buddy of mine went to a Pittsburgh Pirates game. Mm-hmm. And they have the pierogies who race around the field, the people in the costumes. Pierogies. Pierogi. <laughs> and they have the, and like, he's walking, he's like, what is that, a ravioli or something? I'm like, right. I'm like, kind of. It's stuffed with potatoes, I guess. You, know, it, it, you try to explain it, they just don't get it. Yeah, it's well, a regional thing. stuff it with potatoes? I don't know. But I mean, it's anyway. not like it's not like I go to Texas. I'm like, what the fuck's a tamale? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. Here's the thing, though. 
Um, how come out of the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> <laughs> Raphael's the only one with a New York accent. Hey, yeah. I'm walking in. Oh, yeah, it, dude. The yeah. other ones on Max, they all grew up in the same fucking place. Yeah. Same but, fucking store. I, I think they hung out with other turtle friends. I don't think they did. Well, they all had their own interests. They had to in stay that. in the shadows. They had to train with a giant rat. Like, it was just the five but of them. If we, but we also must take into account who's the one who left the sewer most often. Hey, I lost my sigh. Who's the one who left the sewer most often? Was he, it Raffy? It was Raffy because he'd always be like, I'm going to go see a movie. Oh, because he's a hothead. Yeah, he would always. Hey, hey, I can't stay you fuckers anymore. I got to go. Yeah, he, would all, he would always go up to the surface in his chest. Lost my sigh. And, like, <laughs> he, he, just, he just, like, kind of. Uh, what's not ameliorate? What's the word I'm looking for? He would like meld with the society up there. He'd like. I don't know how. Too. It's like Superman with his glasses. No <laughs> one will ever know. He put on like a top hat and a trench coat. He's like, no one's ever gonna know. I'm a Casey, giant amphibian. Casey Jones thought he was a punker. Yeah. Like, Casey yo, you a punker? Jones. It's like, no, this is obviously an amphibian. This is just definitely a giant turtle who's been mutated <laughs> by secret ooze. You hockey playing fucking moron. Nah, man, but yeah, Raphael, I think the New York accent came from the fact that he was the one who went out. It's just weird. And like Michelangelo's from the West Coast. Yeah, dude. But he's like... only ever lived in New York City. Yeah, so. the surfing isn't good in NYC. I don't know. We sure got off topic. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, that's like the second turtles jump we did. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just. Turtles are synonymous with New York. Whatever. Well, whatever. I will tell you a fun, like a funny story about when I was in New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire. I was going through New Hampshire, the White Mountains or whatever up there. I was uh, going through some different places. Okay. And I was, I was staying over in Concord, the capital. Yes. Yes. Terrible. Once again, we're talking about terrible places. Concord's a hellhole. Man. It's like really sad. There's a lot of drugs and shit like that. Man. But I was staying at this holiday, or no, it was a day's end or something. I don't know. I just needed a place to crash for the night. Mm -hmm. And I stopped. And the couple, the, <laughs> there was a couple at the room next to me. It was two older gay gentlemen. Right. right. And they were like friendly when I first got there. Like I was going to my room. They're like, hey. They had like those smoker voices. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing well, sir. It's nice to meet you guys. Like I chit-chatted for a little while with them. And I was like, oh, I gotta, you know, I just want to have an early night. I got to get the, hit the road in the morning. So I go in. They kept me up until 5 a.m. because they were having a lover's quarrel. Oh, my. And all <laughs> the one phrase that will stick with me for the rest of my life, the one just kept yelling over and over. And I heard it. Fucking echoing through my walls. <laughs> Why don't you suck my cock anymore? <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and they're just going back and forth. I don't want to suck it, that old shriveled thing. Please, come on, suck my cock. And they're just going out the whole night, and they're just yelling. They're so At one point, one attacked the other, like they crashed up against the wall. Then they started crying, and they embraced. I love you. Why do we fight? And it was over as soon as it started. No, it went on the whole night. Like they, oh, God. They were, like, making up, and, like, they were just yelling. They were, they were drunk. They were very inebriated. Incredible. That was that, you know, and like that kind of killed New Hampshire for me. Incredible. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. The whole state ruined by. It was all right though. That's fine. It's fine. But like, it, it actually, I actually enjoyed West Virginia a whole lot more than a, basically all the New England states except for Maine. Yeah. Yeah, Acadia National Park's a fucking treasure. Get up there. Yeah, if people want to see something thing. awesome, go up to the top of Cadillac Mountain in the morning. Mm -hmm. Watch the fog roll back on the ocean. It's friggin' amazing. It sounds great. Oh, yeah. I can tell you about how I went to Colorado this summer, too. Yes. I, I, I can tell you, the Winx fans. When you went out west, it just keeps going. I, I, I don't want to, like, bright guy. I don't want him, like, getting pissed off that I'm taking up too much time. 
No, he's fine. All right. Well, Fuck yeah, I went to... it's my fucking show. I just <laughs> hire him to do the fucking audio, and he does a shitty job at that. <laughs> I went to Colorado this past summer. It was incredible. It was July. We went to Ure, which is like a nice little outpost town in the southwest corner. It's been the mecca you've been trying to reach ever since you fell in love with John Elway. Oh, God, when, when I fell in love with John Elway. When you were a younger man. John Elway and his horse teeth. Threading the needle in the Orange Crush jerseys, handing off to TD. Oh, yes. Fucking Broncos. I love my Broncos. But I uh, got out there, man. <laughs> I went whitewater rafting. Yes. It was awesome. I, I repelled, like, rock climbing style through waterfalls. All the great outdoors. Like, you do think of outdoor stuff when you think about college. Oh, I love the outdoors. And that's the great it's like thing. the epitome of the outdoors. I was, like, sloshing around in waterfalls of melted snow off the top of these white-capped mountains in July. It was... That's, yeah, it's crazy. Otherworldly. The and elevations are insane. Doing all this hiking and... There was one, the one night, me and my girlfriend were out in this field. We, we were staying with people at an Airbnb cabin on a horse ranch. Uh-huh. Fucking incredible. The stars, it's like black velvet with diamonds sprinkled across it. It's just that was beautiful. And we're just looking out, and you can hear a storm rolling in, and like lightning lighting up this pasture. Oh, dude, if you ever get the chance, do it. You hear that, Winks? You hear that? Get out to Colorado or Utah or one of them mountain states out west. They're the Winx, awesome. The Winks is going to Colorado. I'll tell you how it is when we get there. <laughs> it's awesome. It is so. I'm trying to think of other things I did there. It was for like a wedding, so right. I was like meeting people and trying not to like get crazy and stuff. Right, and, right, right. But yeah, it was cool. I, I enjoyed myself immensely. Met some cool people. Had a good time. That sounds beautiful. Oh yeah. What? West Virginia is fun if you're like. That's another desolate place <laughs> where you're just driving through and it's like, well, there's a shack. Uh, <laughs> A lot less Confederate flags than one would surmise. Right, uh, right, right. There's actually, I've seen a lot more in like New York and Massachusetts than in West Virginia or Western Maryland, Virginia. I understand. Any of those places. I understand. Yeah. Well, Kevy. <laughs> We're having a good time here on the Wings. We sure had a lot of fun on the Wings. But, uh, yeah, I talked to Beard. Talked to you. Yeah. Change things up a little bit this week because I didn't tell my story yet. Oh, then I was gonna close the, close the show out with that. Or do you got you got a fucked up phone calls with Barry? I don't know. He didn't get back to me. Fucking Barry! Barry. I love you. I love you, Barry. Barry's running out of stories. I feel like he's hiding. <laughs> I'll get him back though. I mean, he's got a story. Barry's a long distance truck driver. I feel like he's been to almost every this, state. This show was tailor made for him. So I mean, like he's got he's got to have a travel story. So if he's not going to be on the wings tonight, then we'll get him on on the the next one. Not the next one, because the next one, as I've been plugging all night, oh. is the Halloween Spooktacular, the Monster Mash on the wings. So we're strictly talking Halloween. But the one after that, you know, Barry can share his travel stories. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be into late fall by then. Perfect time. Tell me your harvest travel story. Harvest? <laughs> what the fuck it is. He's just eating Indian corn. Whatever while he's the driving. fuck it is. I don't know what he gets up to on the road, man. That's why I want to hear his truck driving stories. But, uh, I mean, I've been, I've been to places, too. I've been to places, Kevin. I've been to uh, some of the places you mentioned. You know, I've driven, some places I've just driven through to get to other places. Mm-hmm. But uh, my greatest travel story, and I don't think you even know this one. Can't wait to hear it, actually. Is when I left America. Traveled overseas. What the fuck? That's right, Kevin. I did, and it was uh, just by sheer happenstance, a perfect storm of events that led to this. Let's hear it. And the crazy thing is, 
What year is it, Kevin? 2017? 2017, yeah. <laughs> okay, then it was 16 years ago today. What? On That's this right. very date? Um, I believe so. I believe I was on a plane this day 16 years ago to go to this place. This was a magical place, a place I'll never forget. So, so this was post 9-11? Like right after you got on a plane? Oh, I'm sorry. It was 17 years ago today. Okay. <laughs> it was the year 2000. Okay. Or was it? It was around that time. It was 2000, 2000. Gotcha. It was definitely pre-9-11. That, gotcha. that did not happen yet. Okay. This was when traveling was very lax. <laughs> Everything was fine back then. But uh, went to magical land far away called Japan? Dude, I'll never forget it. I was just old enough to actually, to like really appreciate it. I was 17. Um, so yeah, it was like, you know, when I was a younger man. <laughs> but still, like, it's, fre it's fresh. Like, I wasn't like that young to where I was a kid where I'm not going to remember it. Yeah, yeah. But the way I went, man, it was crazy, okay? Okay. Bear with me here. My grandfather. Grandfather Herb, Okay. In his lifetime, he was he was a chemist. He was like he was a very smart man. I do don't take after him at all. <laughs> I don't take after the herbs at all. The herbs are very accomplished people. My dad's a psychologist. My aunt is an uh, architect. Wow. <laughs> my grandfather. Uh, oh, my other aunt was a police detective in Tasmania, Australia. Tasmania? What? Yeah, yeah, she relocated. But as they say. That's for another cast. <laughs> Jesus and my Christ. uncle is an engineer. And here I am. Enough said. This is what we do. I don't take after the family. <laughs> and my grandfather, their father, um, was, a chemist, was a chemist his whole life. Mm -hmm. And his claim to fame involves peanut butter, similar to George Washington Carver. <laughs> <laughs> what? Holy shit. Now bear with me, I said. It's amazing. He's responsible for finding... Oh, I wish I wish I knew more about it. See, this is why I'm not a herb, because I don't get into the particulars. <laughs> no details. But he, I mean, he discovered some kind of element bond in peanut butter that helped improve peanut butter, make peanut butter what it is today, and like... Crunchy and smooth made, and made it, made it like... I mean, peanut butter existed long before him, but it was some kind of a thing. He's, he's famous. He's the perfecter of peanut butter. He's famous for it, yeah. is the long story. I, I'll, I'll share it more on another cast, because it, it is kind of interesting. You have to do some like, lay work. I should this. know more about my family. I mean, they told me these stories, but again, I was 17, you know, I don't know. So, you know, he was long retired by the year 2000, and uh, he was getting honored by the Oil Chemist Society. Which I guess is like, if you're a chemist in America, you, you're pretty much part of this organization, you know, the Brotherhood of, of Oil Chemists. You gotcha. know, sort of like a union, not, not a union, I don't know, dude. I'm not a scientist. But he was part of the American Oil Chemist Society. And I guess like every five or ten years, the Oil Chemist Societies of the world have a joint congress. And it's in a different place every year. And this year, it was in Japan. And so oh. it was, but it was only the, a meeting of the American Oil Chemist Society and the Japanese Oil Chemist Society. Uh, screw Europe. I guess I don't yeah. really, know. I don't know, dude. 
But uh, he was getting honored with this like Lifetime Achievement Award at this event, and they flew him out to Japan for free, and uh, he could bring a guest for free. At this time, my, my grandmother had been dead for a couple years now, so he was on his own. And uh, I actually took Japanese in high school. <laughs> That's another fun fact about me. I like this. Yeah. I didn't want it to be like everybody else. Everyone's like, oh, I'll take, I'll take fucking Spanish. Mm. No, I'm going to do fucking Spanish. I'm going to be German. For some reason, my school offered Japanese. A lot of schools yeah, I was going to say, that's kind that. of a rarity, yeah. So I'm like, why would I not take Japanese? I immediately regretted it. They have three alphabets. <laughs> it was hard as shit, dude. But it was also fascinating and kind of f- fun to learn, and I wish I remembered more of it. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of Do you have it. it? Did you retain any? I don't know. Ke- Kevin-san, <laughs> Eto Jason-san, Ofuru desu ka? I think that means we're going to take a bath together. That's <laughs> <laughs> something along those oh, lines. Good God, yes. It's just random gibberish, I remember. All right. But uh, so he's like, You're taking Japanese. Would you like to come to Japan with me? Like, what? 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 <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. And then, plus, to get to see him accept this, like, award for his, his life's work of yeah it's ke- he's famous in the chemist field is pretty much what it is like it's incredible the, so i'm like yeah i'll go with you to japan this is incredible my family was so envious you know he picked his grandson over his own kids my dad <laughs> other people they were jealous but uh so the day came and me and the old man got on the plane and flew like first we had to fly to california get on a connecting flight and then fly like another 12 hours over the Pacific Ocean to the magical land. How was that flight? Of Japan. It was fun because we watched uh, Love Actually or something. Oh, God, that's the worst movie <laughs> ever made. Oh, my God. Watch some other fucking, like, Hugh Grant movie. Oh. It was a Hugh Grant commercial flight. <laughs> but I, of course, I digress. It's what I do best. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but we, I mean, we got there, and my grandfather held up. At this time, mind you, he was uh, almost 90. Oh, wow, he was really he was, up there. He was, I think he was about 87, 88, somewhere around there. But, like, he was, like, he was doing good, you know? And, like, he, he kind of, after my grandmother died, not that he was, like, held down by her. That's not what it was. Mm. The love of his life. But she had Parkinson's, and it was, like, a long battle. He was taking care of her. He took care of her. So yeah. I think when she went, he was, of course, sad, but, like, he was also released in a way at the end of his life. Yeah. Because he, get, he went to Tasmania to see my aunt who had moved there. And that's not something you can just do for Christmas, you know? So, like, it was a big deal for him. And I think he got a little bit of his life back. And then he got this achievement, which he was just ecstatic about. And so, you know, we landed. They put him up in, like, uh, this. we were in the city of uh, Kyoto, Japan. Oh. Which I think is south of Tokyo. Yeah. Um, Pretty big city. It's it's a beautiful city. Still on the big island, right? Beautiful city. Yeah, it's on the mainland. And uh, they put him up. In the Westin Miyako, which was like this extravagant hotel, like yeah. something that we couldn't afford if he wasn't being put up by yeah. the oil chemist society <laughs> or whoever's paying for it. I don't know. But, I mean, it was the nicest fucking hotel I was ever it's in. A palace, huh? Jesus Christ, yeah, man. Um, so we check in and all that, and I mean, it was bizarre. It was the best way I can describe it is it's exactly like the movie Lost in Translation. Did you ever Bill see that? Murray, With Bill Murray, yeah, yeah. how he just feels like, like he doesn't belong. You know that that's the feeling you feel the entire time. Mm-hmm. You're the only white person in sight for miles. 
you're, you tower over everyone, <laughs> you know, and like everything is written in another language. Everyone's speaking another language, and I'm trying my best to keep up, but like I'm just taking basic high school Japanese, and like everything is just so di- it's it's like landing on another planet. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it, dude. I can I've never that. seen anything like it, and it was incredible. And I'm just, I, it's really hard to like take it all in, dude. Um, and he's like, it was like a week long conference. So we were there for a week and he had like meetings to go to during the day. And, uh, they were always doing something. He was gone during the day. And this 17 year old Jason was left on his own to explore the city of Kyoto. So I learned, incredible. I learned the Kyotese. I don't think that's how you say it. <laughs> the Kyotin. I don't think that's how you say Kyotite. it. Kyotite. I learned the Kyotite subway system on my own. I figured out how to read the map. That was like basic things. And I would just like take the subway a little bit further out each day mm-hmm. and explore the areas. And I went from everywhere from like very modern, newer places to very ancient, like sacred grounds. Like I went to the Golden Temple, it was called, uh, where it was fabled that a woman had jumped to her death. And uh, you could still hear her scream, one of those oh, stories. Oh, one of those things, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you have to, like, <clears throat> pay an offering in this little shrine to her. And every, like, place had this, like, legend and tale attached to it. And uh, I think that was the craziest thing, was seeing such ancient history and, like, um, structures that were still standing. Um, but... I mean, it was it was incredible, and then like I would I would go to like modern places, like I went to the local mall. You know what I mean? How was that? It was amazing because like these girls were swooning over me. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they they loved like American culture, uh-huh. and they loved Americans, and like I would be coming down the escalator, and they'd be going up, and they'd be like, tee-hee, tee-hee, <laughs> and pointing at me and shit, and they'd be like, I say. Say something in English, <laughs> and they just wanted to hear like me say anything. And I told them I was like, "Did you have the Philly accent?" No, not at this time. No, it was when I was like really young that oh, I had. I grew out of it in my teens. <laughs> and they asked. I told them I was from Philadelphia, and they asked me if I knew Will Smith. <laughs> everybody in Philly knows each other. <laughs> I can't fault them. They don't know. You know, they know uh, as much about us as I do about them, which unfortunately isn't much. You know, mm-hmm. I wish, I wish everybody could get so cultured. You gotta think outside of yourself sometimes, and it helped me do that. And then, like, he would be in night meetings, and I would just sit on the roof of this hotel, smoking a cigar, an Asian cigar, thinking about how awesome it is that I'm here. Yeah, yeah. You know. But of course, I told them that I do know Will Smith. Say, <clears throat> like, I know Will Smith. We hang out all the time. He's the man, <laughs> Chicky Wild Wild West, baby. No, I didn't say that. I'm not going to take advantage of these girls. But, I mean, it was kind of great because I felt like a celebrity in a weird way. Because they're like, oh, American, American. It was crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was an incredible experience. I don't even have, like, words for it. Like, the beauty of this country was just, like... No, it's not like Beijing where they have, like, all the smog and shit, right? No, it was very clear. It was very clear. And they had, like, immaculate mountains. Like, you see pictures of Mount Fuji, which I wasn't near. But, I mean, most of the mountain ranges are just majestic like that. Like, 
I guess I guess they're at a higher elevation too. I don't know, like Colorado. I'm not really well, sure. I mean, it's an island. I can't imagine it's that. Much no, higher. you're right. You're right. I'm not sure why they have such great mountains. Because here in Scranton, we got shit. <laughs> Look at our fucking mountains. Well, ours are, the Appalachians are different, though. They're, but maybe like if someone came here, they they think our mountains were majestic. Yeah, somebody from Oklahoma. We're just used to it. I don't know. But I mean, it it was beautiful, and I got and it, it was awesome that I got to explore a lot on my own. And I didn't really go to a lot of events with my grandfather. Like they had this like, uh, like wine and cheese mixer or something, like a meet and greet. You know, yeah. I went to that with him. He made he made me put a suit on. You're gonna you're gonna polish your turd, boy. I'm not, <laughs> not dragging your ragamuffin looking ass in here. Ah, so put a suit. I'll put a suit on. All right. And like, so like, I was, and there's all these like scientists in there, and, and uh, there was like two people that thought I was a scientist. And then you I, was, it I was here for the convention. You looked that dashing. I don't think I did. I still looked like I was a kid. But uh, Maybe they thought you were one of those maybe, prodigies. Yeah, like Dookie Howser, the Dookie Hauser of chemists. <laughs> Bet your fucking ass I am. But I was like, no, no, I'm here to support my grandfather. And it was, it was This was awesome, too, because they're like, who's your grandfather? They're like, oh, Sam Herb. Oh, Sam Herb. Oh, my God. Like, everybody knew him. He's kind of like the Michael Jordan. Yeah, there. I'm yeah. like, holy shit. My grandfather, like, made a name for himself in his chosen field. This yeah. is kind of cool. The, I mean, the fact that they flew him out to Japan to honor him is cool. Mm -hmm. And what was really cool is my grandfather was reunited with his old colleague from, like, the 60s or 70s, who was this Japanese guy, uh -huh. Tanaka-san. And uh, Tanaka-san had come to Philadelphia to work on, like, some projects with my grandfather. And they published this paper together. And it was, like, this awesome paper that all these chemists loved. And then he went back to Japan. They hadn't seen each other in decades. That's true. There was no social media at this time. No, no. Um, there, no, there wasn't even Facebook. I think email was was new. AIM was, like, the closest thing you had back then. Yeah. And my grandfather didn't know how to use any of I was going to say, shit. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it was kind of cool because they were so happy to like, see each other again mm -hmm. and they were catching up. And he was telling me, Oh, your grandfather's a good man. Like, oh, all right, Tanaka san. Yeah. <laughs> and Tanaka san was so badass. He had a manservant. What? He had a manservant carrying his glass and cheese for him. This like, his so wine wrong. and cheese. And he oh would just God. follow him around, like, cleaning up his mess. And I'm like, Grandpa, why don't you have a manservant? <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy's role? Is that like a cultural thing? I don't know. I don't think so, because I didn't see anybody else walking around with a manservant. <laughs> Tanaka-san's big shit over there, man. Something. I don't know. It was bizarre. He got a shoe deal and everything. But uh, And then I saw him, like, accept his award and give his speech and all that later that week. And it was just awesome. And uh, we we went to like restaurants in Japan where like I did my best to order food in Japanese and I, and some places I had to because they didn't speak any English. Yeah, some people you. they did. Some places are like you know I they don't know any English at all. So I'm sure I sounded like a kindergartner trying yeah. to order, you know. <laughs> but they it was enough where they understood and they knew what what I was saying. And so that blew my mind. I'm like, I'm actually communicating. Yeah. I'm using my Japanese language, and they're understanding. Even even if I sound like a toddler, mm -hmm. this is awesome. I'm immersed in the culture, you know? Like, this is crazy. But, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Everything is sold in vending machines there. Everything. Everything. I've seen, I've seen the photos. <laughs> Everything. Like, yeah. tube socks, T-shirts, yeah. porn, cigarettes, whiskey, 
And, I mean, like, kids can just put money in and get a bottle of whiskey. Like, there's no ID. <laughs> is it? A 10-year-old could just get cigarettes out of a machine. I, I know you might not, you weren't there long in that, but is, like, the cosplay thing, was that going on then? Where everybody's walking if around it, in costumes If it was, like, I didn't see it. Like, I didn't see any Sailor Moon All right. fanatics. It could have just been, like, an underground thing. Or so maybe, the anime maybe thing hadn't exploded yet. It could just be a niche. Like, it, like it probably is. Here. I don't know how I, prevalent I, I only know from Andrew Zimmern at this point. <laughs> yes. But uh, I'll show you the pictures sometime, Kevin. You and Billy. I mean, uh, I'll bring it in. It was amazing. Um, and then we left, and I went back to Philadelphia. Long flight back. And my grandfather continued his travels. Yeah. He went on Fiji. He didn't come back to Philadelphia. This is what I mean. He was exploring his freedom. Dude. That's awesome. I'm, he I'm sent us like a, a picture from Fiji with him with like two girls with like coconut bras and. He's like in between them, and they're like Asian girls, you know. And he's on the island, and he's just having a ball, you know. Coconut bras? That yeah. doesn't strike me as Japanese. Yeah, it was like a really tor. No, it wasn't Japanese. Oh, Fiji. Fiji. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. He, we left Japan. I went back to Philly. He went to Fiji, yeah. partying on the island. I guess I don't know. And then he came back, and you know that was it. And he he ended up dying about a year later. So I mean that was like his last hurrah. That's cool. And like it was kind of sad because my aunt is like you know. You were one of the last people to actually spend like quality time with him because he was a very closed off guy, kind of like your grandfather, real yeah. man's man. Doesn't say much, doesn't share his feelings a lot, but like we had, we shared a lot during that week. Like we talked, and I think they were kind of jealous because I got to like spend that one on one time with him. Yeah. And he had like four or five kids, and they were always vying for attention. And so I mean, I'll never forget it because I spent time with him, and I'll never forget it because I went to fucking Japan, dude. I'm fucking Japan. I'm jealous because I'm talking do 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 do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so jealous because like. And I never told you. I can't believe I never told no, you. No, you've that. never no, shared that no, one with me. Eight years. That one's that one blew my mind. But like I've always wanted to go to like South Korea, Japan, like because mm -hmm. like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to go to Ireland or Germany or France. <laughs> Fuck those places, man. All those fucking those, white. If, if you just want to go to a more like sanitized America, sure. Yeah. But, like, if you really want to go check out something different and learn some yeah. new things and meet some new people, see some different customs, yeah. you go to Asia, man. Pretty like, much. That's it's, pretty much what I've always wanted to do. It's a different country. It's a different land, dude. It's a whole new world. You took a lot away from it, though, didn't you? I did, yeah. yeah. I think about it all the time. It'll stick with me forever. Maybe you should uh, head out to Japan. That's a young man's game. <laughs> What, flying in a plane? I don't fucking know, Kevy. <laughs> I'm sure it's expensive. Thankfully, these chemists paid for our, our entire trip. <laughs> you know that when you think about it that way. That's we stayed awesome. in the extravagant hotel. Like I can't imagine the cost of that. We just sat on a rooftop in Kyoto smoking cigars and well, just yeah, yeah, drinking it could, in. I could get the cigars out of the vending machine. <laughs> no, but you just but you just drank it in. It wasn't on your dime. No, you were on the other side of the world, just having the time of your he life. Was in meetings all day. I'm left to Fuck. explore. That's so awesome. took the subway out a little further every day. I'm very jealous. Very jealous. But as they say, that's another wakes in the cup, Kevy! Yes, sir. Well, another epic winks comes to a conclusion. Um, we're talking travel. We're talking uh, crazy things, dude. But I always appreciate you joining me for another fantastic Friday winks. Put it on, put it on the Friday winks. Let it go. Let it go on the winks. Uh, you know, Tilly Winks with Strangers, the number 158,000th 
podcast in America. I'd make numbers up. <sighs> we'll get this bitch on the charts. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get my shit together. But right now, podcast is fun. We're winging it. We're talking to our panel. We missed fuck up phone calls with Barry. But that would have gone off the rails anyway. Like it does. Like it does. Fuck. But, uh... Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast. You got a uh, podcast app? You can probably find Tiddlywinks with Strangers on it. Just type it in, honey. Look for it. Okay? Okay. Join us uh, next Friday, whatever the fuck time I say, for our spooky fucking Halloween extravaganza! So you're not going to want to miss the spooktacular. We're talking costumes. Like I said, we're talking costumes. Candy. Candy corn. Candy corn. (laughs) Yeah. We're talking spooky fucking stories. We're talking legends and lores. We're talking trick-or-treating. We're hitting streets. We're handing out candy. You can trust us. We're just tiddlywinks with strangers. I don't know. It's the first annual, the first annual spooktacular. We're going to have other holiday specials too, but there's no holiday like Halloween. I fucking love Halloween, bruh. Anyway, let's let's put the cap on this Winx. Let's pack the Winx away for another week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Tell your friends about it. Winx, what am I doing with my life? Bye now. You'll be out of danger A fucking Tilly Winks with strangers Would you flick?